funny thing is that my mom is like the mean sister. My mom. <clears throat> so funny thing about that. My mom is the mean sister, right? Mm-hmm. So there's four of them, uh, one brother and three sisters. And of all of the siblings, the kids always go to my mom. If they're out late, if they snuck out, if they're mm-hmm. drunk and can't get themselves home, they all called my mom. And then here I am born to her and I am fearful for my life mm-hmm. what I have ever told her I took a drink before I was 21 I mean I guess it came out eventually but I was never going to be the one to bring that up <laughs> I was never going to call her at night yeah. when I was out I had no problem I don't know I I never had any reason to go to my parents I never did anything I don't know no you I mean you didn't and it also has to do with like how you were set up you know up here and yeah yeah you're far away I had very little opportunity to go sneak out and do anything. Cause yeah, I, n- I was never, like, I drank when I was in high school, but I never was, like, out somewhere where I needed to get home. Yeah. You know? I was always where I knew I was going to be staying the night the place I was drinking I mean, at. I mm-hmm. pre-planned yeah. enough. Yeah. I never snuck out of my own house. No. I snuck out twice, and it was from two different friends' house. But I've my never mom... snuck out of any house. If I left, I left out the front door with no issue. Like, I've never had to sneak out of a house. Yeah, I didn't do much as a child. Like, you know, I've snuck out of more life. places as an adult. I don't mean like a, you know, the morning after kind of thing from a chick or something <laughs> like that. I'm not, but like I've been at Have parties. No, I've never done that. Mm-hmm. But I've been at parties where um, like it's just not fun and no one wants mm-hmm. me to leave. Irish goodbye. And I'm just like, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I've Irish goodbye. Yeah. But like it just happened. It wasn't. I just left. <laughs> it wasn't like I'm leaving. It was just like, I'm going to go, and then I was gone. Yeah, I've just disappeared before where I knew. Irish goodbye is where you don't say anything. You just leave. I know, but I wasn't, like, leaving to leave. I just was drunk and left. Because you were drunk. Just gone. No, (laughs) I've I've definitely been where I'm like, these people are not fun. It's heading in a bad direction. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I've Actually, no, I have done that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've done that with you. I think we did that at Echo. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We did that with one of our neighbors. <laughs> Didn't you Bye. show up to your own party after having left and not realize it or something? On a, You lived in an apartment. People were drunk. You were so drunk you didn't even know it was your party or something like that. I don't recall that, but I was probably drunk. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Here in Reading? Mm, oh, I don't know. But I vaguely remember this story from a long time ago that you were talking to somebody at the party and they're like bro this is your party you something about a bathtub sounds or is like coming to mind like i don't know oh i think that might have been horseshoe in sack that sounds like a yeah, horseshoe time. Yeah, it sounds like a horseshoe yeah, party. Because it was literally like there's the main street edison and then horseshoe was a horseshoe that connected back with yeah edison. connected back and that's where we live so like often i was like go down to the store and come back and like go a different way and I get lost when I'm, you're drunk and I think I did that <laughs> I, think I thought I like walked into somebody else's party but that's the thing is that my parties there other people that I had never met Yo, would show up sure. and I would start talking to them thinking that I'm at a different party and oh, <laughs> no, I'm in my own fucking backyard I just hammered don't realize no, there was it. definitely one or two parties there because I didn't go to a whole bunch of parties there but you were like two no I was at three minimum mm-hmm. but um when you when you weren't down there picking up dead bodies, yeah. <laughs> but I was definitely at three. Kathy's minimum. in the van. I gotta go before she starts smelling. <laughs> yeah, that legitimately is a true story. It's not even a I, joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only disgusting. thing made up about that is the name. <laughs> yeah. 
almost positive you can be fined for disrespecting a dead body yet. So we didn't disrespect. Yeah, we didn't disrespect it. it. You can though. But you but the rules on how you can disrespect I didn't show him like if I showed him like took him back and had him take a look at the dead body, that's yeah. disrespecting. So that would have been illegal. He was just aware that there was a body in the van. It's not disrespectful. How many years ago was this? Is there a statute of limitations <laughs> that expired for uh you post for you posting this? But no, it doesn't actually break any laws. For being on the clock and going to a party. I, I, no, that wasn't a party when I had the body in the van. I just stopped and met him for lunch. It was oh, the middle of the day. Oh, that would have been fucking late at night. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just, he was in sack. I wasn't, so I stopped. I was like, I'm grabbing a body. I want to meet for lunch. And we'd have lunch. <laughs> and honestly, that corner was more sketchy than fucking anything to do with my driving the body. Went to the corner, knocked on the door. The guy opens it. He's wearing an apron, shirtless, shorts on, tattoos all over his body. Probably the one that killed the body. Fucking metal music, just super loud. Just buff, like jacked guy. I was scared. Like, he looked like a serial killer. Like, I was like, he could murder me. You say probably the one that killed, killed the, body. the body. Yeah, yeah I killed I, her. As I was saying it, I was. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, she was, uh, she could be a victim of a, of a killer. She was a young woman who was found um, drowned. Like, you probably came drowned. face to face with killer. <laughs> dude, that's he was a cool. He was a cool dude. Like he seemed like not from real life. It's like you're a made up character in a TV show. I walked in. My too. mom growing up. Okay, so preface. I was a chicken chip. My mom growing up though would was. I want to say obsessive, but was very curious about serial killers. She read all the James Patterson's books, and um, when Green Rivers Run Red, the story about the BTK killer came mm-hmm. out, she wanted that. Like that was. Her, I remember buying that for her Christmas present. And I remember being so afraid of all of this. And I wanted to pause you for a second when mm-hmm. you said the BTK killer and you said she wanted that. I was going to be like, to be the killer or be the, the murder m- person? Green River <laughs> running red, the book. Yeah. She wanted the book and I gave it to her as mm-hmm. a Christmas present. And I think often about it, <laughs> um, about serial killers. So in Wisconsin, where I grew up, there was a part of the highway that was maybe 20 miles from where I grew up where... Um, I just lost the guy. Dahmer. Dahmer. Dahmer Mm -hmm. was active. And at the time that he was active, this highway was being constructed. And my mom regularly brings up that she thinks girls are buried underneath that part of the highway. I mean, Dahmer didn't kill girls, though. He started. Victims. He started with females. No, he started. His first kill was a teenager at his parents' house. His parents were gone. And he picked up a, uh, a hitchhiker, like a homeless guy. Took him back to his house. They smoked some weed and maybe had sex. And then he beat the guy down with um, a dumbbell and buried him under his parents' house. But he killed females. No. I swear he did. Males. Like at the beginning. Because he was trying to like. So he killed that guy and then he tried to get better. And he was was gay. He was super gay. Yeah. And he he tried to repent. He lived with his grandma and he started going to church. Mm -hmm. And but at the same time, he was going to church and trying to repent. He was going to the bathhouses and still having gay sex. So not really fully, you know, getting off the wagon. <laughs> but uh, then he went to uh, San Francisco, and that's where he continued his killing. And it was San Francisco. Men. Yeah, I didn't know that. No, yeah. I didn't either. Allie is really obs- obsessed with serial killers. I know a lot. lot. When I was a teenager, I was uh, like really obsessed with them. He murdered and disseminated fi- seventeen men and boys. Mm-hmm. Probably that he all had sex with. Yeah, Milwaukee mm-hmm. is where he was born. Yep. Yeah, he was trying to he was trying to find a way to get into their brain to make a sex slave. Yeah, he wanted to the, he wanted like the perfect sex slave. 
that would but just then, not think it would like clean and have sex with him and suck his dick and all that shit. But then he would like kill, kill him, him and still have sex with him and be like, God, they're so boring because they would just lay there. Mm-hmm. It was like a direct quote from yeah from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. fucked up dude. Yeah, I don't think he's the up. only one from Wisconsin either. Like, I no, think you know Wisconsin what? Oh, bred Wisconsin's a lot. got a couple. I think they yeah. bred a lot yeah. of uh, serial killers. No, there's nothing to do there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is. There's way more to do in the summer than there is in the winter. The winter is just get drunk and think about killing people. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, twice. Uh, if Jeffrey yourself. Dahmer, after he brought a guy home, because he would usually so bring them home from a bar. Only do that in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But he brought two guys home that he attacked. Like he started attacking, and they would escape. And he would show up, and they'd be like talking to a cop. Like this happened twice with law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, oh, we were just, we got into a fight. Like, he's drunk. Let him come. Because the person would have, like, blood on him. He's like, he's drunk. He hurt himself. Let me take him back up. And the cops would help the guy come back up uh-huh. to his apartment. And then they kill him. And Dahmer said, like, if they had opened his drawers, there would have been human bones. If they had checked his freezer, there would have been human flesh. Like, mm-hmm. if they had checked anything, like, just to kind of take a look, they would have caught him. But they just brought the gay guy back and said, okay, sir, have a good night. <laughs> Keep him inside. Twice. Is he the one that would eat him too? Yeah, he would eat. Yeah, he would yep. eat cannibalism. Yeah, there's a joke about his mom saying that his friends don't make good dinner parties <laughs> or something like that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I like it. <clears throat> cannibalism is a rough one. To, that's a weird line to cross. Like killing someone—that's a weird okay. line to cross. Well, like so cannibalism we just to survive. Okay, but maybe. you're gonna die anyways because eating meat from your same species gives you a virus. Yeah, it fucks you it up. Um, but I was actually thinking this in my own little head on our way down to Sacramento the other day, listening to the Whitney Cummings podcast about eating placenta. Oh. Do you think? Th- I mean, realistically, wouldn't that be a little bit cannibalistic? No, well, it's that's, the same as like sucking um, the blood off of your own cut. It's your own. It's you. Well, it's, you well, made it. You I mean, there's a. That's you know, it's auto cannibalism. It's uh, yeah. It's you know, self, self cannibalism. I don't know. That sounds weird to me. It I'm not, a, I'm I not mean, I'm so not talking about it. going into the whole placenta eating, but yeah. for the cannibalism conversation. Yeah, but it's like when you eat human meat, you're not 100% guaranteed to get the virus. Right. There's yeah. certain areas that are more likely. Well, it's... it's um, A lot of stuff related uh, anthropo- to... Spa- anthropo- how, what's the word? Anthropologic... Anthropology? Uh, no, well, yeah, it's about anthropology. So when you go back in anthropology mm-hmm. on um, like the Homo species and who we are, like the um, Denisovans and all of those things, I don't think I said that right. Probably mm-hmm. not. Um, but it's where we're descendants of and what part, if we have any remnants, like mm-hmm. each of us are made up of different. Yeah, well, it's different things. So if you eat somebody that it's too like of you, mm-hmm. that's when you develop. The so if I eat like. A black person no no it <laughs> goes really way back for, no it goes back to, it goes back to like when we were evolving and yeah also well, they're certain, from africa and we're i'm all from, from africa no, but there's also certain regions like like even if it's someone way different than you like way from a different like you know type that if you like the brains are more likely to have a condition yeah. develop especially like the well, shakes Matt Kaz, Matt Kaz. it's more it's it's stuff that's like closer to the nervous system. Yeah, right? exactly. Like brain is really bad. That yeah. isn't your fucking. But nerves. even just eating some, even eating stuff from along the spine, if you're not like butchering it too cleanly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything that's around your thoracic, everything that's like around your ribs and shit. So stick, <laughs> stick to the muscles, basically. Well, I mean, <laughs> stay away from your yeah. nervous system, yeah. which goes everywhere. But but yeah, as best you can. Like hamstrings would probably not be a bad area. Don't eat me. I'll give you shingles. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I just anytime I've thought of that question because I feel like everyone. But who wants to eat placenta? I don't. 
people fucking a do lot it, of, man. A lot it's of a big do move. It. It's, it's supposed not, to be healthy for you to like rejuvenate from having the mm-hmm. baby. And uh, it's not just makes, a rich people thing. Which it's makes normal. a little bit of sense, like like back in like the you know hunter hunter gatherer situation. I mean, I never put thought into it, I and therefore never researched it, so I can't tell you that well, right now. But like going back to the hunter gatherer, I would say no. How about just today? No. And and then never research it. No, but, but like cool. back in the day, like you know when food was was more scarce and we couldn't just go to fucking Taco Bell and get a get a well, chalupa yeah, or something. Yeah, if this was fucking like, but you just gave birth and then the placenta's there and it's full of vitamins and it's got yeah, protein. it's it's supposed to stop it's some a, more. It's supposed okay. to stop hemorrhaging. But it's it's a I mean it is an easy source of a lot of vitamins mm-hmm. and nutrients mm-hmm. that you just created. It's like might right. as well feed it back in to keep exactly. the mother strong, especially when childbirth can often injure or weaken mm-hmm. the mother and if you're in like a situation where fucking wolves are going around and they're considered eating you at any given second right but if it it so they actually brought that up in the podcast too in where it starts from with animals in the wild doing it is probably so other animals don't smell the blood mm-hmm. so are they eating it for the benefits or are they eating it for survival i think and why are we doing it then but also all those benefits come from eating it immediately you stop hemorrhaging because that's an immediate um concern it's an immediate concern mm-hmm. that you're going to bleed out from giving and it's, it's an immediate boost of but iron how does that help when you take pills over a long period of time because you want it to oh stop. you're talking about like the people who turn their placenta to pills yeah because yeah, no, you're, the purpose of it is to st- help stop you bleed stop your bleeding but you're taking it for pills for a month or so when your first con- your concern is for hours no not not, that's a that's a I, that's, that's a new it's two it's 2021 or sorry it's 2020 <laughs> Medical, he's just so excited about the wedding that he's already trying to speed time up. Science, it people don't bleed out, but yeah, I I would I would say I've I've seen people bleed out. I've actually seen pregnancy. (laughs) They definitely do. How many? Out of the millions that give birth every year, maybe. Ten? Okay, well, <laughs> not to get like the super celebrity, like you have better chance of dying. You're about to go there, like obsessed, but it made top news. I don't have social media; it's not that I'm following them like this, but it is making Which, news. Chrissy Teigen just lost her baby. Okay, and but that's that. She was her placenta was so weak that she couldn't house it, and she was bleeding. So no, maybe the mothers aren't dying, but mm-hmm. children are dying. There are twenty thousand stillbirths From a year, and tw- and over hundreds of thousands. Yeah, but that's not related to eating the placenta. But no. that's not due to medical technology. But you just like said bleeding out. She was bleeding out. She needed transfusions, so she survived. Yes, but the child didn't. Mm-hmm. So there's still okay, a death, okay. like of sorts. I mean, mm. maybe if they if they had diagnosed and need and knew that the child needed more blood, and I think I mean it shouldn't have been that the child had a lack of blood and the child was bleeding out, so the kid didn't die from bleeding out, right? It was from the weakening of the placenta from the lack of blood flow, right? Right. So the kid died by the weakening of the placenta, not blood loss. It's an auxiliary. Well, well okay. yeah. yeah. I mean, but there. I mean, that's still a risk. There's still. And com- was she bleeding out? Yeah. Well, yeah, she was. She was Loose bleeding, but yeah. was she bleeding? from the weak placenta? She was bleeding internally. Yeah. I guess is what I'm taking from that. Yeah. I haven't heard the story, so. But yeah. still, no. There's n- no. There uh, casualties of hemorrhaging are still un. Yeah, but are but super I, fucking. But well. eating the placenta wouldn't have helped that because it was a weakened no. placenta. So that's not. Well, are there mod- medical advancements better than eating the placenta? Sure, but is it still yeah. a viable option? I don't know. I haven't done the research. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things like eating organ meat. A lot of people don't eat, I mean, I know you don't eat almost any meat. 
But if you, you if you eat it, just don't tell me. That's but but I'm saying is eating eating Do organ you want. meat. I just don't want to know or see or watch. Eating organ meat has become super unpopular in modern times. Mm-hmm. Organ Whereas meat, as in like meat from organ, the like state. No. <laughs> Good job. See, Good job. that's I'm joking. No, I'm not actually, that retarded. But um, like you know. Liver, kidney, stuff like that from the animals. Yeah, yeah, like all the stuffing from the turkey at Who Thanksgiving. Who wants the gizzard? But mm. the thing My is, the, the reason Ugh. people started eating those is to give themselves vitamins and nutrients. Yeah. And it, so it was super essential. I don't and think that's why people started eating them. I think they started eating that shit because they could. And because there wasn't a grocery store around every quarter, so you ate everything well, that you could. I mean, here's okay, an example. Here's an example of this. I'm not twisting like his the, words. The trappers who would go out to you know catch beaver fur, right? Yeah. And the the main meat source they had was caribou. Yeah. Now caribou is super low on fat, super low on fat. So super lean. So they felt shitty all the time. So they started eating beaver oh, they're tail. Get, they're, get, they're, they're getting fucking protein poisoning. Yeah, so they started eating beaver tail because it's not like they can grow. You know, they're traveling. They don't have a lot of plants you can take with them that last. Yeah. So they started eating beaver tail as a supplement of fat. And beaver tail, everyone that I, I've heard about eating it is like, oh, it's fucking awful. But they were doing that just to supplement <laughs> so they to would survive. feel better. And I feel like that's a lot of the organ consumption was that they were not feeling good with how they were eating. So I mean, possibly. That's Very a possibly. lot of how you know early humanity learned to eat what they ate was when they stopped feeling shitty. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, And now we're just doing the research, too. That explains why That explains, oh, that's why they, why they were better. eating well, so We do the same thing. Like, that's mm-hmm. how I found out that I can't eat or shouldn't eat dairy because every time I do, it yeah. blow my asshole out. Exactly. Like... But and, but you could have just taken a, a test and they could have told you you're allergic to well, dairy. Well, yeah, I can do that now. And it's just, it's a weird because modern science is like, well, you can take these supplements mm-hmm. and and you can equal the yeah. same thing as organ meat. But there's also studies that show that ingesting it in a food source is way better for you yeah. than just taking the it's supplement. It's more potent. But there's yeah. also things that come with it too because the, like, the fatty tissue of a liver is bad for you but yeah. the iron in the liver is good for exactly you. So a so lot of people are becoming so health conscious that they're out of conflict <laughs> yeah it's just know. modern science right now if you actually mm-hmm. go dig it down you're like oh it's way better for me but it's also worse mm-hmm. i could be committing suicide and also i could be like becoming superman it's like <laughs> donuts are bad for you but crystal meth is worse <laughs> so, like but it's just, it's, it's a weird situation, especially right now with how conscious, like, America is. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we're conscious, but we're definitely, um, okay, so with with the day of the of the Google, we're at such a wealth of, exp- we have such a wealth of knowledge that we don't ever have to learn. We can just Google it. We can research it. We have access we have, to yeah. such a wealth. Well, I think yeah. it's not necessarily no. the, the, the um, age of Google, because... We don't have to learn anything. We don't have to return. Internet. Yeah, we you don't have to retain a single piece of knowledge. We can Google anything every single day. I, oh, I agree then. with that. I agree with that completely. But I think one of the biggest things that I'm seeing a lot of right now is that people aren't Googling as much. And they're watching videos on YouTube. And, and they're letting other podcasts. people think for themselves. Yes, they're letting other people think for them. And so they listen to a podcast that's like, oh, take these fucking kidney pills. Mm-hmm. You know, Take these. And they're like, that sounds good. And it's mm-hmm. like... Well, when I listened to that podcast, I Googled up and read the papers he referenced and like mm-hmm. actually, and that's the actually thing, went into the research he was talking about. And I found out that they weren't as conclusive that that was just the best thing to fucking do. But he was trying to sell a book, which is why I doubted him. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's, it's not that they're just watching any podcast or whatever. It's they're not listening or watching a reliable source because the same thing is you're if you're watching or if you're watching the news, 
reading a newspaper, mm. reading a paper, blah, 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 is who or who's doing it, how are they doing it, what's their, what's their method well, for getting the information that they're getting. Yes, but it's I not, also it's think that people... It's not the platform that they're using, it's the person and what they're doing. I also think that people only listen to one thing. Yeah, They don't exactly. listen to both it's, sides or they don't listen to multiple sources, regardless of if there's a side. They, there's just... And, a, that's, and that's like all the podcasts that I listen to because I know she, she listens to what I listen to a lot of times. And I listen to right wing and left wing. Yeah. Or, well, not left wing, but I listen to liberals and conservatives. Mm-hmm. And because I want both sides of the story because I get so conservative, right wing, guns, blah, blah, that I'm like, well, you need to know. I need to know what I disagree with. Yes. And it's very important. Oh, I agree. I, and that's why I think the problem is it's not even necessarily within politics itself, but within like, you know, even if you're just watching like a, a lifestyle YouTube like vlogger. Absolutely. That, you know, she's not just as he or she getting paid by certain sponsors, but they live their life in exact certain way and they're not going to deviate from that. They're also showing you a certain thing yeah, as well. That yeah. might not even represent what they're actually living yeah. in. And it's easy for someone watching that to get into the fantasy of like, oh, if I actually follow what they're doing, my life's going to look like that. Yeah. Instead of thinking, well, what's different about my life than theirs? What's to get another perspective? And what works for you different. too? Yeah. yeah. And everybody's yep. got something that yeah. works there's different. There's so many. For them. There's so many little niches inside health. Like oh, people, yeah. people um, are are now just getting into, which is not new, but are just now kind of uh, exploring for their blood type and diet and the correlation between oh, yeah. the two and the all of the different kinds of fad diets which i don't think are bad for everyone but they're bad for some people when they do the wrong one oh for sure and it's like i mean i don't i wouldn't uh, you know espouse it to everyone else but for me if i eat a lot more fats in my diet i feel a lot fucking better when i have a high fat diet but i'm not gonna but i'm not full keto i still eat some carbs but but i'm not gonna tell everyone like you gotta do this (laughs) i i hate pretty much all of the fat diets yeah, but I, I fucking hate people who do keto, and they're just like, I can't have that apple. I'm like, why not sugar? I'm like, it's natural sugar. Mm-hmm. You can't have it's sugar. I'm like, honey, you, you can have sugar. natural sugar. Yeah. Okay, and I, you I love apples. Yeah, like. but they're and then they're over there, and they've got melted cheese that was melted in a pan of bacon grease, and then they put that on top of a fucking mm-hmm. god. I'm like. You are so fucking stupid that you think all that shit is good for you, and that's all you eat. Go, you're stupid, and you. But bread is too far. Yeah, like no, and that's why Ireland, I'm not, I had a chip. I I'm all sluggish. No, did you just see that fuck. Ireland voted that Subway bread is not bread? Oh yeah, yeah. Because the sugar content is too high. Probably. Yeah, well, yeah. you know the FDA hasn't recognized Subway bread as bread for a long time, right? In the United States, probably, yeah. but Ireland, I the I guess the study was only in Ireland, so. Or not study investigation, mm. but like for me in AIT, I was feeling really shitty, and um, but on certain days I'd feel good, and I started thinking about it, and mm-hmm. it was the days that I got more fat, and so I started actually going after it, and I stopped feeling shitty, mm. and so I was just like, oh, if I eat a little bit more fat every day, I then I feel good. Of a reaction to notice, because usually, what you're doing doesn't hit you. What is it like? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Go ahead. Um. Well, I guess it's not food for fuel but like there's a 90 day rule and that's this is kind of gaining speed right now is the Mm -hmm. 90 day rule what you're what you look like today is what you were doing 90 days ago as far Mm -hmm. as exercise like you're not gonna stop exercising and that same day see muscle loss or gain 30 days 30 days takes if you're like physically active for a long period of time and then you stop working out it's 30 days till you really start losing 
muscles. No, I don't mean losing. I mean what you're what you look like. As far as the change. Yeah. The ch- say you start working out, you're not going to see a direct change from working out until 90 days. Oh. Yeah. No. Like no. Yeah. No. Oh my. In both ways, like the good and the bad. Yeah. I guess your fuel, your food for fuel, works through a little faster. So well, I, mean, I there's, digress. There's, I, there's I also like sh- short-term results and long-term results. Like I, if you, if I work out today, like I worked out this morning, I haven't worked out in four days, and I feel better right now. Yeah, you feel than better. I did. We're talking about like noticeable like visual gains. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, immediately after. Pump, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing that well, that studies have shown is that the, st- the the lower body fat percentage you have, like the leaner you are, the quicker you show gains from working out. Well, well of course. But, uh, but not no just shit. that. <laughs> but uh, they mean as far as even the measurable like weight gain you gain in muscle. So you gain more mu- if you're more cut when you start working out. You're going to gain, gain more yes, muscle. Yes, because if you are weight. fatter, then uh, your you have to burn fat, the fat is first. turning into yeah. muscle. Well, it does, that does not turn into muscle. You burn it. And then you gain it's not literally it turns into <laughs> muscle, dumbass. Um, you are a very literal speaker, so no, you I'm cannot. Not. Yes, you not are. Not on this podcast. I am not. You make off. You often make corrections in the literal sense. So for mm-hmm. you to have just argued him on technicality is really funny. <laughs> this is not a technical or literal <laughs> podcast. Anyway, continue Anyways, on, Mister yeah. Yummy. I don't fucking know what I'm saying. Now I'm, now I'm mad. No, <laughs> <laughs> Judge Judy, we need you. The, the wild Fuck. Mr. Yummy looked like a deer in the headlights. Whoa. Frozen. Whoa. Caught in <laughs> contemplation. He looked to the left, to the right. Easily to the right, he could have ran back to the woods. <laughs> to the left was an oncoming truck. He, he went chose left. the left quickly. <laughs> As the spray hit my windshield, I wondered, was this karma? <laughs> Was this meant to be? I can only wonder as I continue driving. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast got too serious for too long. I'm glad we went back to comedy. Shit. That is the end of my story for today, ladies and gentlemen. I am Petalford Bon Bonham. <laughs> and this is NPR. <laughs> you know, I've never listened to NPR. You've never heard their stories I'm like that? No, I've like... They get the low voice. Well, I've heard. Well, like I've the never heard the vo- stories, but NPR is pretty like reference, pretty regularly referenced mm. thing in I college. Know it. And it is. Well, no, it's. I mean, it's referenced. Uh, yeah, everywhere. Everywhere, but like yeah. I in like mm-hmm. Family Guy, it's in that quite a few, uh, quite a bit. And no, I remember I've all listened kinds to of comedy shit, but I've never heard NPR radio. No, like it'll just randomly come. Like, do your parents listen? no, I listened to it as a teenager. Was that so? You know these the day of the podcast, right? And we're in it, but. AM radio is just <laughs> like it. And NPR is like the OG podcast. If you really, really think is. about it. No, NPR is the OG podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, and they have a wide range. They are not just like catered to one person or one individual or subset of society. No, they're all over the place. Yeah. They're, yeah. they, they, I just, I remember when I, cause it, like when I was a teenager, it's like podcasting, that's not interesting. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Young didn't know me when I was uh, a teenager, but weird. for a brief period of time, I wore sports coats to my community college classes oh as a God, 15 I year old. remember that. I wore a button up You're shirt so every cute. day. I had a pocket watch. I felt so important. The other day we were just talking about Mr. Yummy and him taking his EMT class overseas and him buying. Fuck you. <laughs> him buying He's fucking khakis a and a polo shirt to go. I got. Well, I, I respect that. I it respect was a, that. It was a college class. And, and a belt. I respect that. But yeah, little little ti- little high schooler me going to college classes. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to look upstanding, so I you know wore sports coats. Thank slacks, you. Exactly what I was like, doing. I dressed very nice. Yeah. And then when I would get home to do my homework, I'd listen to NPR. 
while I was doing my homework. You're so educated. I was such a nerd. Yeah. But I still remember it'd be like talking news about an uh, election in Cong in the Congo, and mm-hmm. and then it suddenly like go into the story like music would start up, and then it go. I remember when I was five, my father would come in from work. He always came in with a twelve pack. That I, that I will never forget. My mother would busy herself in the kitchen. <laughs> like they would tell a full story like that, mm-hmm. and nothing interesting would happen. Like there would be no like fight they they just like describe like their afternoon doing homework with their who teacher. listens to that who i and mean and how at is that, that time that's what it go, was am radio or fm radio now there's podcasts that are, have catered um, to specific content. interests yeah. yeah but podcasting know, got I'm, its start from am radio and am radio is just even more though, generalized even though mr yummy i know a joke that you and i have re- revisited multiple times you know grandma i think this is porn do you remember that yes that came from NPR. Okay. But I'm saying that specific type of like, because uh, I know that's an NPR story. I want to correct fuck? myself. Yeah. I don't think it got its start from AM radio. I it, think it's an evolution of AM radio. It's a, it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. But that, but that's why you can do better because AM was radio was so... Allow that to pass by. AM radio and, and NPR were so generalized to get the mass audience they right. could. And now with podcasts, you don't have to generalize. Exactly. With social media So it, it kills all the generalizations. Mm-hmm. Because like I listen to like nature podcasts, I listen to hunting podcasts, and they're specific outdoors. Like I find my interest. Mm-hmm. I listen to. Uh, see, I don't think there's a podcast out there that's specific to anything that I actually consume. No, because you like midgets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, I like I like a podcast that I can turn it, I can tune into, and then it's it's just random it can be anything and even if i don't well, like I that i think that's episode. why you created this one well yeah it is but it, i mean it's inspired from like joe rogan's yeah, but he's, pretty, he's he's got a theme i mean you're his his theme is like curiosity and mm-hmm. comedy yeah. and but within that is a very broad spectrum of, of subjects that he can talk about and he yeah. does talk about but, but I, I don't think you'd find a lot of podcasts that are just a wild ride of whatever. And when and I, I mean, to be perfectly honest, when I first I when I first started hearing that you guys wanted to do this, I kept asking, well, what are you going to talk about? Mm-hmm. What is your what are you? What do you want to say? And I mean, my understanding of podcasts at the time and I mean, still a little bit now because I don't really listen to a lot of them. Haven't jumped on the bandwagon is that you have to have a message. But, I mean, just in, in this little s- bubble of conversation, I've realized that I guess this is your niche. That well, whatever happens, happens. And it's yeah. authentic. And, it and that's what happens. I told her. I, and I told her, it was like, I don't want to make money. I'm like, my goal isn't to make money, even though I would like to. Yeah. She's but like, it's why, the feel- fu- why the fuck are you doing it? I'm like, I'm doing it because it seems fun. Mm-hmm. Every time that we, we I, I lived with you. Mm-hmm. And then I basically lived with you for the last year. And every single day that I'm with you, I we laugh. Mm-hmm. No matter what we're talking about, we're making jokes. And like, why not like share that? And maybe people will like it. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll be offended. Well, the maybe biggest compliment that I've heard from multiple people related to this podcast, and to get off, I mean, I don't want to stay on the subject too long, talking about ourselves, sucking our own dicks. I mean, but um, your your dick is weird, <laughs> <laughs> but not weird in a scary way. More in a I need to study this. It's it's like it's unfamiliar to me, weird, <laughs> but I'm but, intrigued um, to learn. <laughs> but um, 
the biggest compliment that I've heard from multiple people is that when they listen to it, they feel like they're hanging out with some mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. And that it's just random it's BS. Yeah. Random mm-hmm. bullshitting with friends where they learn something occasionally. They laugh, you know, mm-hmm. and it just feels like it's a very lax. They're not trying to, you know, they're not trying to learn a new topic. They're not trying to discuss a super important issue. It's and more about. Not, and we're not trying to pretend like we're experts on anything. Well, we'll speak matter of factly or very confidently on our own opinion but yeah. i mean at the, end of, at, the at the end of the day we're fucking retarded yeah. and it's yeah. like if i'm wrong about something like i try to be as accurate as i can mm-hmm. but if i'm wrong about something and someone pointed out or made a comment about i wouldn't feel like oh shit yeah oh man i fucked up i'd be like yeah i probably screwed up there my bad thanks for letting me know like oh no if this ever makes it to youtube and i'm ever in the comment section like, you're wrong about this 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 i'm like yeah i'm retarded I spend Enter. too much time with your mom and like, not learning. <laughs> 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 but I think that's a beautiful thing just to kind of come full circle on this and move on from mm-hmm. here. But I think it's a beautiful thing that if this were to ever become interactive in that way, it would inspire you to learn. And I think you both are very um, willing to do that. The, yeah. the, what would my like biggest dream goal of this podcast is that it makes enough money that I can quit my job so that we can... Be dedicate. a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, be a stay-at-home <laughs> dad, and like do all I could shit. be a stay-at-home. But uncle. for like us to like for you and I to actually put time into it, like yeah, yeah. spend. If we record on on Wednesdays, then Thursday through fucking Tuesday, we're prepping for the next show. Mm-hmm. Like that's what that's and honestly, where I want to like, go. You know, we've talked about this before, but getting other people's stories. Yeah, like when we had Mister Clean on here, and he was just telling us his random stories. It, you know, it's not like they're groundbreaking. It's not like he was, you know. The person who who shot Hitler, yeah. But it was, but we were getting the well, perspective, his perspective and his stories, and they were funny and they were interesting, and yeah. it shows a piece of humanity that anyone I feel can identify with. Yeah, you know? the the blue collar. Yeah. Well, it's just it's of just. Conversation. I think it's not but. you know there's not even a collar separation. I think that if you get down to it, where you know you don't have a name and you can just be honest about who you are, mm. I think anyone can feel some kind of connection in some way to you. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think it's kind of funny. I guess we can use this as a segue into where I want to go with this, but um, <laughs> I find it hilarious being a bartender and hearing people's stories behind the bar really quick and saying, wow, I wish I was that person, or wow, I wish I was that brave, and then realizing I've probably done a little bit of that, and <laughs> yeah. I don't um, idolize myself like that. Like, people who move across the country 2500 miles i handled that i slept in walmart parking lots three different times going here and back and forth to wisconsin and that's something that when somebody tells me behind the bar i'm like wow i would never do that and i had a moment one day where i was like wait i fucking did that (laughs) that's something that we talked about is that we want to go to like a public place sit down with like you know like Crowder does the change of my mind. Yeah. But it'd be, yeah. it'd be us sitting down there and be like, tell us a story. Mm-hmm. Where and people could just sit down and tell us whatever story they want to from like, because everyone has one or two at least good stories. Yeah. yeah. And anything but funny, cool, interesting, doesn't matter. It could even be a little sad. Like, I don't yeah, know. it could be sad. Who yeah. fucking cares? A lot of people, well, a lot of people actually, want to tell their story, especially uh, if they yeah. can do it in a like anonymous yeah. way. We could say, hey, what do you want to call yourself? Mm-hmm. And they could say whatever name they mm-hmm. want to have and they could tell their story how they want to tell it. Yeah. And that can even be freeing to a person to be able to get it off their chest in a way. Yeah, I would agree. I also think that it's hard for people to think of what their story is. A lot of people I feel, uh, granted I don't talk to a lot of people, but I think a lot of people are unaware of how impactful their story is. Well, that's what we want to do is we want to sit down there and even like invite our friends out there and we will just like bullshit and talk, tell a story 
and that but do it on like a PA system so that it, people around us can hear how inane our stories are and then and give them some confidence and some like mm-hmm. oh yeah I can go up there and, yeah, and I, tell I, some I, stupid I agree story. with you um, Mrs. Yummy because like I, it's one of those things it's like hey just just do what you do and you're like wait what is it I do again <laughs> yeah where people even though they have great stories to tell they don't know how to tell put it them on the spot it's not even that they don't know how to tell it because they've probably told it a couple times to their close friends okay but when you put them on the spot they don't feel like that story has value or worth. oh for sure because they get so used to being overwhelmed by you know movies and media yeah something else is sensationalized much bigger than they are yeah so you don't realize that your story is probably i mean most people's stories like when you sit down with someone or someone finally tells you a story of their life it's way more interesting than watching like a two-hour movie starring russell crowe well, you know? it's a, it's interesting in a different way. Well, interesting in a different way, but mm-hmm. I would say I like I have enjoyed the stories people have told me much more than sitting down in a movie. Yeah, I like humans. Like, it just I feels like more, humanity. Yeah, so it yeah, feels I agree more with you. Valuable when I you d- walk away from that. <laughs> I was actually going to say earlier when we were discussing like Planet of the Apes and stuff. Like I was, you guys were outside of my element because I don't watch movies. We talk all the time about. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll make reference or say a quote and I have no idea what he's talking about because that's not the way I connect with the world Mm -hmm. I connect with being a bartender and being good at people people is my jam do I want a career in it no but I am (laughs) trying so hard to go against it because it just comes natural I'm a Mm -hmm. good bartender not necessarily because I know how to make drinks but because I like hearing people's stories and talking to them and that part is so let me open a bar it's (laughs) never been denied <laughs> but um but it's just interesting it, how much more that makes me feel good than what a movie does or a it's funny because i've watched a lot of movies i tend to be like a movie expert in a lot of ways where because yeah. i have a very good memory too so if i've watched a movie once i tend to remember even details. since the tbi even since the tbi <laughs> not never, as good not as, as not as good as it used to be i used to have basically really a, funny. a perfect memory mm-hmm but two TBIs later, it's not perfect, but it's still pretty damn good. I An- annoyingly perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Anno- so I remember him telling me this when he annoying. before I had met you, and he was just telling me about his best friend Ben. Or sorry, his Mr. B- early ETS. <laughs> his best friend, Mr. Early ETS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was probably the first thing that he said. But it's funny because you know you haven't watched movies and you're not a movie person, no. and I have watched a lot of movies and I am, but I still agree with you on the people and being around people and getting their stories like. I don't want to be around people all the time. No, I'm definitely an introvert, but I get goosebumps by a good story. But if I if I am around someone, and especially like with how my life's gone, where I I have a lot of medical appointments that I go to mm-hmm. and deal you know, with a lot of medical issues, where if I'm in a room with someone, I'm going to start talking to them. Yeah. Because why not? You're I'm around human. so many. Well, I'm around so many people all the time, and I want to find out something about them. Like I'm not going to start talking about myself. Yeah. I'm going to be agree like, with that. I'm going to be started like asking questions and not too pro. I'm not going to be like. So when was your last period? <laughs> so <laughs> nothing creepy. He so, went there. So oh. I'm saying that it's easy to go creepy when you're asking questions, but it's also easy to be personable and be like, "Oh, how long have you worked here?" And just so, start from there. So on that subject, like I have, I I love my cell phone, and I won't even lie. Mm-hmm. And I can sit in a in a room with people around and not talk to anybody. I hate my cell phone. I hate him loving his cell phone. Well, it's it's that I don't want to talk to some to some people. I will see a room of people, and I don't want to talk to any of them yeah i am judging books by covers uh, but yeah, i don't exactly want to fucking talk to any of them maybe it's my mood for that day maybe it's how they look whatever it doesn't i matter. think that's just you yeah okay it's just me but also i've also had times when i see somebody like i was at a bar with uh an ex-girlfriend of mine years hey. ago hey oh, no. <laughs> and this dude fucking rolls up 
on a Harley, loud as fuck. And I'm just, I'm sitting there and it's me and X and her friend and they're having a good time and I'm bored and sober and DD so I can't drink. And he fucking comes in and he sits down and he orders a cranberry, vodka cranberry. And I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to be like the movies. So what do you do? <laughs> like nothing. What did you used to do? Can I pause you really quick? What? Because him ordering the vodka cranberry from The Departed, it would have been the perfect line I to know. go, my girlfriend drinks those on her period. What is it? Your period? <laughs> you should have said that. And the, and the story would have ended very differently with shards of glass in my eyeball. <laughs> no, and he's like, oh, I used to fucking blah, blah. And he just, boom, and told me his entire life story. And it was fucking fascinating. And yeah. I had a great time. We were talking, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're definitely going to marry that girl. Nope. <laughs> so that, glad he was wrong about that one. But I'm just it, it can be fun, especially like at bars. And that's that the thing one. is like I'm I'm not gonna talk. To, uh, I do like a good story from mm -hmm. a, a random person, but I don't. Not all of them. Not all of them. Well, I, I also mean, get too many people like that dude in Target who decided to come up to us and yeah. talk to us, and I'm like, oh god. I wish he I'd he told me he goes you know because just like we were talking mm -hmm. about, we like have, having the conversation with the random. He goes, it's okay to be rude to some people. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> and when you then can the tell guy ended crazy. up proving to to be more of the person that you want to be rude to. But at the end of the day, actually, um, thinking about wedding planning is uh, a big conversation with my family being the bride versus the groom. But one, like you guys fight. No, 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 no. <laughs> like there's a no. My it's no. more of a conversation to have with my family being mm -hmm. the bride than to have with for him to have being the groom. Um, <laughs> with discussing why I want an outdoor wedding at the cabin here, there, all these is because we have made friends everywhere. We mm -hmm. have started to travel as a couple and go all across the world, and we have been the person behind the bar talking to somebody, and it's a really beautiful well, we've been thing. On both, well, she's been on both sides of the bar meeting and talking and yeah. learning from people. and i've made friends being the bartender yeah. and i've also made friends being the the person sitting on the, the stool patron. and all over the world and i want Literally. them to be a part of the wedding well, and not necessarily being the party we're not going to have wedding party but be a I, part of the, the, the party. ceremony and coming together with our love and all of the fun little things Gay? that we can talk about exactly mm -hmm. but that only comes from being interested in somebody's story and hearing about it. Yeah. And opening up that conversation. And I mean, there's, there's, you know, not that I have any much room to talk. I have been married once. Yes. Divorced once. Yes. <laughs> but um, one thing I can say is that as far as the wedding, from my perspective, like the not saying it has to be super intimate, like, you know, 12 people or something. But the more intimate it can be where you get a chance to talk to everybody versus being forced to by because of the sheer number of people. It's just you don't really get a chance to sit down. with. I've never understand no. it, understood big fucking weddings yeah. with hundreds and hundreds. Because of people. I'm like, we're going to have a couple hundred people, but it's going to be a whole weekend. Yeah, but it's yeah, just we're doing it a little bit different where yeah. we're actually doing like. It's well, not a. It's a, gonna be like a Memorial Day freaking mm -hmm. camp, like camp out yeah. kind of thing. Which like, sounds awesome, but I'm just saying, the more intimate, where you can make sure you have time for the people you want to be around, yeah. the better it. The better you'll remember it. I mean, I'm only gonna have like thirty people, <laughs> my my that I'm inviting. I mean, mine was only about thirty people, mm -hmm. and I still remember it really well because I got to have a nice time talking to each person. Mm -hmm. Like I got the nice one on ones and actually have moments with each people with each person I wanted to talk to that I remember, yeah. even though this fucking guy. The didn't biggest make reason it. I wanted. Sorry, make I was it. in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't in a 
Ray's wedding? No, no. Oh, that's funny. I didn't I know training. that. I was defending. I, I know. Defending freedom. Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> The biggest reason why I want a whole weekend, though, is to bring the people from all parts of my life. Can you tilt it up? I'm being scolded. You not scolded? The biggest reason why I want to have a weekend wedding is to bring all the people from all different parts of my life, whether it be travel or army or family, and introduce them. Because I have stories from all of them. And I try to say this person every single time. I always have to say this person is related to me this you're way. Like, or you like want to put faces to every name yes. and like introduce everyone to each yes. other. so you can. Yes. I don't necessarily need the intimate moment. My intimate moment will be that they enjoy their my wedding with me. Like that they were there. Um, but it's just going to be a small section. We're not having a big ceremony. It's The purpose is to get everybody together and just have fun. The ceremony isn't the purpose of our wedding. It's no. the, Sharing well, I'm it I'm looking with forward everyone. to it. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. That wasn't You're going to be fucking drunk face down in the pond. There's <laughs> no pond. I, I already started the speech. He's going to make I already one. started writing <laughs> the speech. So. Oh. oh. God. I have a little note for my vows. Does that count? Wait, I'm further along than you are. <laughs> No, I mean a note on my phone. Like I have like suggestions for my. He's looking at the corner. Yeah, he's got nothing. Yeah, I I already started writing the speech, and I was Mm -hmm. like, well, I can't go. Like I don't want to make him look bad. I don't want to like do anything embarrassing. Like I'm trying to make sure it's classy, but also heartfelt. Mm -hmm. Like because you'll actually make it to the wedding where he just said fuck you. He didn't even tell me the date that you guys had said. No, I mean about your wedding. Oh yeah, well I don't blame him. I mean, you'll have another I, one. I, I knew it wasn't gonna last. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's is that it fucked up to say? I'm a sorry. little bit. I I went in saying I'm gonna try to make this work as best as I could. That is the wrong yeah, attitude I, to I, go into. I know, <laughs> I know but but the people around me with the you know I had no advice to the contrary, even though I voiced that to the, a lot of people I looked up to. Look down to the younger man next time. <laughs> I love you. But, it's um, okay. We will. But we'll speaking of that, forward. as far as um, I, since we're talking about making friends and people, mm-hmm. I just de- dealt with a horror story related to that. <laughs> Is it something you can tell them? Oh yeah, so um, you know, I have a friend who owns a mechanic shop around here. Who owns mm-hmm. a he you know owns his own shop, and so my cousin, who I don't see a lot, his uh, truck broke d- broke down around here. He doesn't live near here, so I wasn't even involved in this. And my uncle had him take his shop to my friend's shop because I had mentioned it was my friend's shop. Yeah, truck, truck to, to the shop. shop. So, how did you move a shop to another shop? <laughs> That's pretty cool. No, so anyway, so that happens. It's all fine. And uh, my cousin asked me, he's like, "Is this guy trustworthy?" I'm like, "Yeah, he's a really trustworthy dude. He's honest about the repair cost. He's not going to try to rip you off." So then, a week later, when my cousin goes to pick up his truck, he's pissed about the price, and he starts going on to my friend about how I promised him that he would give me a deal and would only cost mm-hmm. this much, and starts telling all these stories about how I promised him. So my friend calls me and goes, did you tell your uncle this? I'm like, he's not my uncle. He's my cousin. <laughs> well, he's way older than you. <laughs> it's my second cousin. Mm-hmm. And so he was, my friend was pissed at me for what my, what my cousin was saying. And then my cousin was pissed that I didn't back him up on what he was telling my friend. What was the truth? The truth was I didn't make my cousin any promises. I just told him he was a trustworthy mechanic. <laughs> that he wouldn't screw you over on cost. <laughs> Fuck your cousin. Yeah, people's people's skills is an entirely different thing. Yeah, I was yeah. I was oh, yeah. I was upset about that because here I didn't like I didn't get the call straight from my friend. I just had this voicemail where he sounded mm. really confused and like really hurt, and, like really. You know, okay, because w- my friend was like, if you did promise him this, I was going to honor it because I'm friends with you. Oh yeah, 
Oh, from and so I feel like I put my friend into a bad position and he couldn't get a hold of me. <laughs> There's like five froms that you're going to have to cut out in between that. No worries. Where I was trying to interject before you were done. But um, go ahead. <laughs> I was so excited to say it and now I've got it. And then I got so nervous about interjecting you that I got Don't be panicked. Nervous. There's no, know. there's no nervous here. We're regressing. <laughs> um, Penis. I don't know. We're gonna cut that out. No, no, that's staying say in what, there. Say what you gotta say. I don't remember. Say oh, okay. what you got. But anyway, say. it was just it was so painful for me, even though I wasn't even directly involved in this. So anyway, I just felt like I felt guilty because I felt bad my friend was put off. I felt embarrassed because I, of what yeah. my cousin did. I hate it when people, especially when people like put my, put words in my mouth. Oh, that's what like, I was gonna say. Okay, go all ahead. right. Before no, before you lose it again. Oh well, from my perspective, mm-hmm. I remember the conversation word for word. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. Obviously, because I don't have a camera on my dashboard following me around. But I think it is so infuriating speaking to somebody that doesn't know you and like interjecting or at putting words into my mouth like you were just about to mm-hmm. say is a skill that people do like no, they're called they're called liars they're well, called pathological yeah. liars they're gonna they're gonna get put into a position or they're gonna be like oh god this was too much too much this cost too much so i'm gonna say that this guy who told me yeah, they come here to. said it was a lot cheaper and like when that fucking shit, because that shouldn't happen in the military all the mm-hmm. time, fucking stupid private oh, yeah. like yells or doesn't yell, but they'll lie like, oh, I didn't know. Or but they'll be like, well, Sergeant, so-and-so and, said this. And we talked about this where you like, you didn't know. So when we had this conversation and then you repeat it back to them verbatim and they're like, didn't you say that? And, yeah. You're like, oh, you're just a fucking liar. Don't put fucking words in my mouth. And when that shit happens at, in, within the military, oh. Like, well, so when you mad. say about putting, putting words into people's mouth and, um, one of the books I'm reading right now, um, they ca- they use the term playing the buffoon, where the person gets so used to playing the role where they're used to play- putting words in other people's mouths and just playing these games with oh, people. Oh, it's a learned skill. Yeah, it's, and, but they do it. It's, it's not like they use it only when they need to. It's after they get used to doing it. They do it when they don't have to. Yeah, they do it all the time. They just it's a lear- Like I said, it's a learned skill. Yeah. It, it doesn't necessarily and, come up. And they up. do it even when they know there's no reason to do it. Yeah, they're just because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. It's just normal. And I, I like that as a, it's just like, no, they play the buffoon because they know that they can play the buffoon. It's and everyone, like, everyone knows that they do what they do. They play the buffoon. And so they just get away with it because everyone's accepted that they do it. Yeah, it's the same as somebody who's like always comes up with excuses. Yeah, they always they always have an excuse for whatever happens, and it's the same as lying. Like when when something I if I fuck up and I do something, like at work, I just own it. Yeah, you panic first, but yeah. No, <laughs> well, there's that brief panic in your yeah. brain, especially when you didn't know you screwed up. And well, they're like, it's they're like, it, hey, you fucked up, and you're just like, everyone, everyone panics because they're like, shit, I'm about to be in trouble. Can I tell yeah. a quick lie and get out of this? Or how can I swing it? Or how can I yeah. lessen this blow? Most of the time, I'm like, yeah, I fucked up. One of the most freeing that things That literally for me. just happened <laughs> when I got my ass <laughs> fucking chewed. Which you didn't even fuck up that bad. Like, you really didn't well, fuck up. Well, he wasn't the only party involved. But you really I, didn't fuck. I would not say that that's a fuck up by you. I don't think so either, but... I mean, that's a very different case. The whole... And, yeah. and, and literally, I think the reason why I got out of it... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a half a second of editing. I don't want to stop no, talking. Let's, let's I'm going to stop because like, this is a story yeah. that I can't elaborate yeah. on. And so we're going to stop. Yeah. I, yeah. I owned up to it 
I fucked up. I owned up to it. I didn't fuck up, and I owned up to it anyways. And and really, that absolved me of a lot of things. Had I tried to fight my the issue, it would have been very uh, a lot yeah. worse. But when I when I realized that I could just say, "Oh yeah, I fucked up." Yeah, dude, that was one of the most freeing moments in my life. I was young. Mm-hmm. I was young. If nobody I'm dies, not there yet. If nobody dies and nobody gets hurt. Just fucking admit it. I'd rather take the shit of me being like, oh, I was an idiot and I fucked up than I would be of like trying to cover it up and then someone figures out later. Because they will figure it out later. Not every time, but most of the time they're going to figure out later that you did fuck up. If it's big enough, if it's big enough, they're going to find out. Well, that's where I think going back to the beginning of this and saying that I have a pretty good like play by play in my head and I can kind of put together where things went wrong helps me out. I don't know if I'm really there at where... I can say 100% of the time I want to I want to own up to it, but I can kind of go through the the whole process and explain how one way or another I was involved in fucking up. Yeah, there's there's been a couple of situations in the military where something went horribly wrong and I tried to figure out if I was to blame just cuz it would have been easier if I was to blame cuz I would've been like, "Oh yeah, this is where I screwed up." <laughs> Because well, because you can also fix it too. Because That's no one else was too. coming forward. Like, yeah. like, oh, this went wrong. How are we get who fucked up? And I've you know, I've had plenty of scenarios like that where like I've been in charge of something i made a decision it went horribly wrong and my hires ups are like what the fuck why did you do that i'm like well in the moment Mm -hmm. this happened and this is the first thing that popped into Mm -hmm. my brain Mm -hmm. and i executed get over it am i ready to say it was a mistake no but was it my choice yes was it the best decision obviously not (laughs) i wouldn't be here if it was (laughs) so yeah it was a poor decision but it was a decision get the fuck off my back i'm gonna am i gonna learn from this yeah of course Fuck That's off. another thing I just kind of realized is that I'm Sir. very embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> that was you. sassy. <laughs> um, but I get very embarrassed by my mistakes. Yeah. I don't want to make them again. And I will learn from them. Oh, oh for fucking Because sure. I am a fucking cowering dog in the corner feeling all the emotions and like trying to shuffle them back down because I don't want to. But I don't have like that's my coping mechanism is feeling the embarrassment and realizing that I don't want to be here again. Well, I mean, an embarrassment is a super powerful emotion. Oh, so much. And for, like, me, like, you know, being scared doesn't control me that much. Like, no. Like, most, but, like. I can work through that. But making a mistake, that fucking sticks with me. Mm-hmm. Where it's, if I know I made a mistake, I fucking and think that's, about it that's constantly. The, that's the hardest thing, given that we're both military. You were military for 10 years. Mm-hmm. The, is the fear of making a mistake you have to oh i don't have to i don't have you have to get rid of it well well no you just said like making a mistake is the scariest thing too you have to make sure that that fear oh for sure never makes it because that i mean like that happened just when we were we were on the 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 butte fire and we were we got into a hot spot and getting sporty in here oh yeah no it was awesome we were like i I haven't talked to you about this but we were we were surrounded 100 percent, and we were in a little bit of a box canyon and the first thing that just kept popping in my brain is like oh fuck we're about to be one of the one of the training videos Mm -hmm. that the next set of fucking firefighters gets (laughs) it's gonna be us that gave me low-key a little bit of uh ptsd like never Uh, been afraid of fires before go through fire training bitch (laughs) (laughs) i was packed when when all these fires kicked off i was packing a go bag i was asking him should i leave like I'm I'm low key afraid, yeah. but only because I'm so self aware and over aware of the problem. Yeah, now. and it's like it's different. Like I grew up with it. Yeah, and I like, didn't. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. To- ask me about tornadoes. Not not concerned. And that's I mean that's the same. I mean yeah. for me forest fires were I don't know they're just they're I, they're a force you should fucking respect. Yo, sure. But they're not scary in a sense. Mother oh. Nature will and take was, you if she wants you. 
Yeah, yeah. Mother nature. Mother, mother nature is not just forest fires. It's a lot of things. Yeah. But like when in that That's moment true. that we were in there, and I saw the fucking fire coming up this this draw, and I'm just like, oh man, and I have mm-hmm. I have fucking sixteen dudes that are underneath my command. And Mr. Then, Yummy, do you think you'd pass land nav now if uh, you had this fire training before? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't learn any kind of land nav. Draw, you, wait, but you just Mr. said draw Yummy, box do you suck, canyon. Do you suck at land nav? He failed land I nav in Saber School. I failed the first time in Saber School. <laughs> We've talked about this. I know, I'm sorry. I just forgot. It makes me sad. <laughs> I missed one point. I don't fucking know how. I got the other three. Per- Fuck you guys. Tangent. <laughs> Tangent aside. Go Eat back. A dick. Eat you a go dick. Back? But no, it was... Fuck you guys. No, but you're talking Canyon, about being a little bit of a draw. Leader, a yeah, the fire was coming up. And, and I, I, in my head, I'd just be like, oh, fuck. Like, this could be bad. We were in a good position. I knew we were in a good position. But it was still trippy that it was the first kind of that kind of firefight that we had, I had been in. And uh, everyone's, everyone was good, and that, which was made it really easy. Everyone was calm, cool, and collected. So what, dude? It was fucking weird. But... Uh, and I talked to the captain, the fire captain that was leading us afterwards. And I'm like, so uh, a scale of one to 10, I'll punch you with your butthole. <laughs> and he's like, he's a very calm, mm-hmm. always, no matter what person. He's like, yeah. And he's, just look, he's looking me in the eyes and he's nodding. And I was like, all right, cool. And mm-hmm. I think that my internal emotions were uh, reflective of that. Were perfectly like how I felt on the inside was perfectly yeah, but, but at the same time, you know. But it wasn't outwardly displayed. As a leader, you learned a lesson that day that you would never repeat, right? Mm, he couldn't have avoided it. I mean, I'm, but. No, no, we were in the best position. Yeah. That we uh, could and so at it. that point, you say, I didn't make a mistake. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Puckered. I know. I have no. Uh, yeah. Which is the best feeling to have is when something goes bad. Because I've been there before where something goes wrong. Yeah, and but like, he's also not the commanding. I know, but you pucker position. and you're like, man, dude, what fucking happened? Like, oh, we're screwed. And then you realize that yeah. you didn't. After it's all solved, well, you're like, like I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong. It was the best place to be. You know, like, I did the right thing. And then you feel yeah. like vindicated. Like there's that brief moment of fear. Yeah. But it was it. And yes, I am the commanding. I am commanding of my soldiers. But now, now, had it that you got to realize that the fire captain is the most knowledgeable and experienced mm-hmm. person when it comes to fire. Now, if he had made a bad, like, uh, uh, let's say I had a different one that was way less experienced. I hadn't been doing this for fucking 14 years. He'd only been doing it for like eight, nine. And he made a stupid decision and I didn't fix that. I would be held responsible. Not super responsible, but I could like at any time tell him, go fuck yourself. You, that's fucking well, stupid. Well, you're taught how to reject the, reject the order. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but you're taught in that. <laughs> Disobey. No, 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 no. In in training, the like the because you're doing wildland training and you're following the the firefighter um, tens and eighteens, right? Yes. Um, you're taught how to say yes, but I say I think this. Yes. In a Quest. constructive like. But the end, and that's no different than the military. That's if I was communicating with an officer. It's yeah. the same way. It's that a you little bit. It's way more. Um, the difference. The difference is, is that he's so far experienced. Yes, and you would never, me. you would never contradict him. But it is way more acceptable in fire, in the fire world, from what I view, to um, offer your counter opinion than it is in the military. Uh, I mean, but you don't have that. I've At no always, point would you have I've had always that. offered my counter opinion in the military. And oh, it's yeah. gotten me into trouble sometimes s- s- because I'm an NCO. I do now. Even I don't because I don't. Before I was an NCO, I did. Well. 
but okay, I, my, but my, I like last, my, my last year of being a specialist had, and I'd been at the unit for fucking three mm. years and they like I'd earned my place. But it's also the National Guard, which yeah. makes it really fucking easy. But no, I mean, in that in that position, I would feel no hesitation to tell a fire captain that he's fucking retarded making a bad but decision. do you but have a better baseline knowledge than he does you know no but if the decision made is blatantly st- like he's like we're yeah. gonna go through this box canyon but you another weren't in one that. you weren't in that position that weren't in that, we weren't in that position yeah. no to be clear <laughs> no in that in that the, position the f- there was no no lesson learned because the there wasn't a lesson to be learned the fire captain that we had is fucking phenomenal i love this dude i would trust him with my life which is why that made that entire situation so easy is knowing that i had somebody who's i love i love this man so much he's fucking funny and he's just a great dude we pee together uh, we yeah, well, let's take a brief break and we'll come back to you a bit with our messages from our sponsors <laughs> this break was brought to you by mr yummy's nips we're here and we're proud respect us huh <laughs> 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 they they were saying hi to me the whole time we were recording the last the last. They were bit, standing so. at attention. They were. <laughs> <laughs> they were excited. They were too. I don't want to bring cyber school up again, but I'm going to. Don't do it. I got 28 days. That's all in courses. My nipples were hard for 26 <laughs> and a half of those days. <laughs> it was incredible. Like I understand why marathon ru- runners. Oh fuck. Um. Like put band aids on her nipples. Like I can't because that would hurt more with all the hair. hair. Uh. But well, that since, since we're here, yeah, my nipples get hard way too often. Oh, like, well, since we're often. here, is it when you're wiping your butthole? No, after taking a sh- <laughs> no, I'll just be like randomly out somewhere and I'll catch myself in a reflection. I'm like, oh, they're they're going. <laughs> they're <laughs> like my nipples show through my shirt so much. I'm un- almost wonder if I should wear an undershirt under oh, my no. t-shirt. Calm down, Jennifer beard. Aniston. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, wow, you guys. That's I like know who she is. I don't get the reference. And from Fr- friends, and friends, she's always wearing white tank tops and take tank tops, no bra. They purposely set her up to showing her nips throughout so the show. Males would watch her. Yeah. Fucking it's her high gross. beams are on, at, like almost yeah, every they, episode. Yeah, they set her up. Hmm. It's it's watch, a well known fact. Watch any episode. No, it's not just like a watch an episode. Like it's talked about a lot online. Google it. It's there. It's a real thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just said Google. It's like um from the campaign. Google it. I don't want to Google it. <laughs> well, you should. <laughs> it's a movie. Lost. It's a movie. Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it was. Um, I don't even know it was, how I just yeah, said his like, name after he's like, four glasses. Holy shit. He's like, pugs were bred as bomb sniffing dogs. Because I don't believe that. He goes, well, you should Google it. I don't want to Google it. Oh, you should Google it. I don't want to. You should. It's worth a, It's worth a Google. <laughs> That's why I say it's worth a goggle. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard you say that. That's much less understood where it came from. That movie is hilarious. It's worth a goggle. It shows that both sides are completely paid off by corporations and Part as they're running the Senate race. I'm hilarious in my own brain. If you don't understand my references and my internal inside, the inside, ar- inside jokes that I have with myself, <laughs> not case, my fault. In here. case the podcast listeners weren't aware, Mr. Yummy takes pee breaks often and during one of your pee breaks Mr. Early to ETS and myself discussed how I was not well first in the movie Spectra oh <laughs> yeah no shit that's this is common knowledge to anyone who knows you babe also Mr. Mr. Yummy is not well versed I'm You're far, better more, far more far than more than, than her yeah I am, far yeah like, the difference between me and her is the difference between me and you oh probably mm-hmm. worse I'm, I'm Mount You're Everest probably exponentially better <laughs> than I am 
No, no, no. No, I literally think that I'm I'm right in the middle between the two of you. You think so? Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm Mount you're Everest. Like, you're an anthill and he's somewhere in between. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was really loud. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Mount Lassen. No. Oh, man. That's pretty. That's still a pretty high peak. Yeah. yeah 10,000 versus 24, 26? I'm not saying it's not equal, but there's also below sea level. <laughs> that's not a mountain. That's a valley. I know, but it's not the middle point. <laughs> it's concave. Well, where is this anthill located? I don't know. <laughs> There's a bunch of ants under the you're sea with scuba suits. You're they're, asking they're me to answer a question. Suits. I don't know. These ants are wearing high-pressure diving suits. They got giant squids going around not noticing them. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what are we doing here, queen? She's like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> Can I just remind y'all that this podcast is going to be two to three parts and it's not going to be progressively drunk in the episode. It's going to be progressively drunk per episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to post this from drunkness, drunkness to soberness. <laughs> <laughs> Make zero sense until the end. Uh, I think it'll be worth it. <laughs> Watch, by the end of this, we'll be solving world peace and oh, world absolutely. hunger. Oh, absolutely. Not telling anyone, though. No, just our <laughs> 28 <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>